Hey, Merry Christmas. We are so glad that you are able to join us on this Christmas Eve. And I just want to say thank you for participating in our celebration of Jesus Christ being born. Um, here's what I found myself thinking about this week, and that is this. Even though we can't gather in person, we can, through the modern technology that we have, go into your home and participate and celebrate with you this Christmas. And I just want to say thank you for joining us. And you are such a part of the Shine family. We are so glad that you are participating with us. And so here's what I wanted to do. I wanted to start with just a couple funny memes. These are things that uh, we have found that made us laugh. I, you know, I think I've shared this before. Kim will sit in the living room and all of a sudden just start laughing out loud. And I'll always ask her, what is going on? And she'll point to some meme that she's looking at. And so here's Here's just a few that we wanted to share with you. The first one is this. Um, it has been crazy times this year. I think we all agree with that. But did you know that these crazy times have actually affected Santa Claus? Uh, as you can see in this meme, you have Santa laying in a counseling couch. And he basically says this, I don't believe in myself. Man, hey, it's so funny that this time of year, um, it's Santa, we need him to believe in himself, uh, but COVID has just done so many crazy things, and so it's just a very interesting time without a doubt. How about this one? Uh, do I have any kids in the room? You are going to have to uh, explain this one to your parents, but there's a little uh, cow and uh, donkey sitting over baby Jesus in the manger, and uh, the cow says to the donkey, dude, there's a baby in our salad. <laughs> thought that one was pretty good. And then how about this one? Uh, this is what I do um, for my family every year. I lay down at the underneath side of the tree. And just like this plaque says, I'm going to go lay under the tree to remind my family that I am a gift. <laughs> and then there's this one, uh, one of my wife's favorites. This is the only time of year in which one can sit in front of a dead tree and eat candy out of socks. And then finally, this one, which I just laughed out loud when I saw it. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bell rock. Dwayne Johnson, how is he in everything? He is everywhere. And so uh, that one made me laugh, but just a thought I would start with just a little uh, laughter and just getting us just to enjoy um, this time right now. So, hey, we are going to finish our series called The Root of Jesse. And on this Christmas Eve, I want you to grab a hold of two points, two simple points. And that is this. The first one is that we are supposed to celebrate during this time what has happened. And then the second thing is we are supposed to celebrate what is to come. And so I want to just open up with a quick word of prayer. Would you join me in doing so right now? So Heavenly Father, we come to you right now and ask that you would just penetrate into our homes, that you would come in right now through your spirit and that you would make yourself so real. Lord, I know that there are several people listening to this right now that are in different places in regards to just how they are doing mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally. And Lord, I pray that you would use my words right now to communicate your heart. And so Lord, I pray open our hearts to receive the words that you have for us for this Christmas Eve. And Lord, I pray that you would use me to communicate your heart. So Holy Spirit, take over from this moment forward and just use this message to give us great hope of what you intended this Christmas season to be. Lord, we thank you for these things in your name. 
Amen. Amen. Well, like I said, we are in a series called The Root of Jesse. And as I was thinking about this, we celebrate Christmas because of really the greatest gift that was ever given. In uh, John 3.16, it says this, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. As we celebrate Christmas, the thing that we are celebrating is the fact that Jesus so loved you and I that he sent his one and only son on our behalf. And I want you to catch the heart of our father. He sent him so that we wouldn't be condemned. He sent them, he sent him so that we could have freedom and life in him. And so what we've been teaching about has been found in Isaiah 11, the first 11 verses. And I think the first four in particular jump right into this idea of the gift that God wants all of us to receive. It starts by saying this, a shoot will come from the stump of Jesse. From his roots, a branch will bear fruit. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the spirit of counsel and of might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, and he will delight in the fear of the Lord. Pastor DJ started the series with just an incredible message about these things. You can go to our Facebook page, you can go to our YouTube channel and listen to that message. Um, but here's what I want you to catch. Jesus came with these things that he lived, that he was the living example for you and I in regards to these things. And it goes on, it says, he will not judge by what he sees with his eyes or decide by what, by what he hears with his ears. So I, here's the picture I want you to get. I think a lot of times we think God is this angry God that is out to get us, but here's the truth. And as we celebrate Christmas, I want you to remember this. As we look back to what Jesus has done, the gift that God has sent to us, here's what I believe God's heart is for us. He wants us to understand that Jesus comes not to judge us, not to uh, decide by what he hears by ears, but with his righteousness, he will judge the needy. With justice, he will give decisions for the poor on the earth. He wants us to understand that his, the righteousness that we have in our life comes through this little teeny baby boy, Jesus. The one that we celebrate, the one that is, speaks to in Luke where it says, today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. In Isaiah 9, it, it was prophesied that he would come and it says this, for to us, a child is born, to us, a son is given and the government will be on his shoulders and listen to the things that he will be. Because I think a lot of times we think about God that he's our judge or he's the one that is gonna look at everything that we do and, and condemn us for it. But I want you to listen to what this Prince of Peace is gonna be. He will be called the Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. And I found myself thinking as I was preparing this that, man, what a time to wanna have that peace. We need that peace. We need that counsel. I'm hearing that right now, counselors are overwhelmed with people coming in because just where they are mentally and emotionally. And I'm here to tell you that as we look back to the gift of Jesus Christ, what God is wanting us to understand is that he sent Jesus in this little form of a baby so that we could have this counselor, so we could have this person that brings great peace to us. And as we celebrate Christmas, here's my first hope that you will do in my prayer is this, that you will remember that God loves you so much that he would send his son as a little baby in a manger 
that ultimately grew up and died for you and I so that we could have this righteousness, so that we could have this freedom, so that we could have this peace. And I think it's really important to take just a moment to look back at that and to remind ourselves that God cares for us. He's crazy about you. He loves you. He's not angry with you. He's not out to get you. He wants you to understand this Christmas amidst all of the chaos that's going on in the world today. He wants you to know that he cares for you. He knows you and he sent his son for you. It's not the only thing that I believe that we're supposed to look back at though. We're supposed to go beyond looking just at the birth of Jesus when he's done for us. But can I submit to you that maybe one of the things that we need to do is look back at what he's done for us. And I found myself thinking as I was preparing um, for this service, found myself thinking, you know what? We get the choice at what we look back at. And so when you look back at 2020, and I know there's been all kinds of jokes and all kinds of different um, criticisms of this year and all kinds of negativity, and I get it, it's been a tough year, but here's the truth. There's been good things that has happened this year too. And we get to choose what we focus on. And I believe that God has put in place in our lives times where we're supposed to look back, but we're not supposed to look back at the negative things that have happened. We're supposed to look back at all the positive things that have taken place. And so as we do celebrate Christmas, I pray that you and your family would maybe take time to reflect on the good things that have happened. The fact that you live in one of the best countries in the world, that you are blessed, that you have provision and food on the table. I, all of these things that I think a lot of times we take for granted, I believe that God would say, hey, this Christmas, why don't you celebrate those little things and remember that I'm faithful and I'm good to you. You know, whether you're watching this alone or with your family, we are so glad that you are with us. And here's one of the things that I'm grateful for, that you're a part of this body. We love you. The staff here at Shine Church loves you and we are so grateful that you're a part of this church. And when I look back, I am just overwhelmed at how good God has been in the midst of a crazy year. Man, I get it, it's been crazy, but God has been so good. And so this Christmas, let's celebrate by looking back, looking back to the birth of our savior, absolutely, but also look back at just the faithfulness of God in your life. I believe this, that we get to choose whether we, as I said, look at the negative thing or the positive things. And I'm reminded of the scripture um, where God speaks to the Israelites and says, here, I lay before you blessing and cursing, now choose life. Basically what he's saying is, I've got the positive things, the negative things, all of those things, none of us are exempt from those things, but what will we focus on? This Christmas, let's focus on the blessing. Let's focus on the, on the positive things. Let's remember the goodness and the faithfulness of God in our lives. The second thing that I wanna to bring to you, and that is this, that this Christmas, I am praying that you will focus on the celebration of what is to come. I'm gonna go through some scripture really quick here because uh, I think it's really important to understand that God sent his son Jesus so that we could have this salvation, but I also believe he sent him so that we could understand what is to come. Now listen to these scriptures. And just so you know, I had to take out a ton of scripture out of my notes because there are so many scriptures in the word of God that speak to this concept and this idea of what is coming. But listen to this in Acts 
Chapter one, verse 11, there's an angel standing before the disciples. The disciples just saw Jesus ascend into heaven and this angel presents himself to them. And he says this, men of Galilee, why do you stand here looking into the sky? This same Jesus who has been taken from you into heaven will come back in the same way you have seen him go. He's gonna come back in the same way that you just saw him go. In Hebrews 9, 27 and 28, just as people are destined to die once and after that to face judgment, so Christ was sacrificed once to take away the sins of many. And he will appear a second time. Listen to that. And he will appear a second time. Now listen to the heart of our father, not to bear sin, but to bring salvation to those who are waiting for him. Revelations 1, 7 says this, behold, he is coming in the clouds and every eye will see him. The thing that caught me on this one is this. Um, <laughs> Jesus came as a little baby. Do you know that the people were expecting the Messiah to come? They were waiting for the Messiah to come and Jesus comes and totally surprises them by coming in the form of of a little child. So much so that even the Pharisees, they, they never, I don't know if they ever really understood the greatness of who Jesus was and the impact that he would have on all of our lives. Um, but let me tell you about the second coming. No one will miss it. No one will miss it. He is coming in the clouds and every eye will see him. Matthew 24 speaks to this, for his lightning comes from the east and shines as far as the west, so will be the coming of the son of man. Everyone is going to see this return. And here's what I want you to get. Everyone will see this. And for some, it'll be a great time of rejoicing. And for others, it'll be a great time of mourning. And so I hope that you grab a hold of this because God so loved you that he sent Jesus so that anybody who would ask him into the, their heart would have a rejoicing at this time. And here is what is amazing to me. Jesus, while he walked and talked on this planet where he taught us so many great truths, here's something that he said that was recorded. And I want you to grab a hold of the magnitude of this. In John 14, he says, let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again. Listen to what he says. I will come again and will take you to myself that where I am, you may also be. Now I wanna get you, the, have you kind of imagine or dream a little bit with me right now. Jesus himself says, hey, I go away to prepare a place for you for any person that has entered into a relationship with him. And as we celebrate Christmas, I want you to get a picture of what this looks like. I heard it recently said this, if it took God six days to create the heaven and the earth and all of, all of this that we live in and how marvelous and magnificent it all is, if it took him six days to make all of that, can you imagine what God is preparing for you and I that has taken over 2000 years to prepare. It's going to be unbelievable. And as we celebrate Christmas, I felt very strongly that what the Lord was wanting me to communicate to you is this. Don't just celebrate the fact that Jesus came as a little baby, but I want you to celebrate the fact that Jesus is coming back. 
He is going to return. He is going to come and he's going to grab all of us who've called upon his name and he's going to begin to show us the place that he's prepared for us. And I was thinking about this. Oh my gosh, as a parent, when I buy a gift for my kids, I cannot wait for them to open that gift because I have this eager anticipation of how they're going to enjoy it and what it's gonna do for their life, how it will bless them. Can you imagine what our heavenly father, I just get this picture of him just eagerly waiting for this day when Jesus gets to come back and take us to our eternal home. And God's just sitting there. I can't wait till they get to see this place. I cannot wait till they get to come into the things that we've prepared for them. It really helped me to understand what Paul was trying to teach in Philippians when he says this, but our citizenship is in heaven. And from it, we await a savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Church, God wants us to look back and celebrate the birth of Christ, absolutely. But don't just stay there. I would submit to you, that if we understand the ultimate desire of God is that we look forward to his return. That's why Jesus came as a little baby is to make things right. And when we get this picture and we have this understanding of the place that God is preparing for us, that we're going to be taken to, there's a hope that begins to resonate inside of us. This is a poor example, but I wanna try to give you just a small picture of this. Have you ever prepared for or planned for a vacation. And before you could get there, the time leading up to it, you're at work and you're trying to just navigate through the job and man, it's just bumming you out. And you had this thought, man, I just can't wait till the vacation. And so what do you do? You go online, you look at the place that you're going to. You're not fully sure of what it's gonna be even like, but you do go online and you look at all the things that you're gonna be able to do. Maybe you sign up for some different things and all of a sudden there's this excitement and this hope that begins to resonate and, and bubble up inside of you. And you're like, okay, I can make it through. And church, here's what I would submit. God is preparing a place for you and I that is gonna blow blow us away. It's better than anything we could ever hope for or imagine. And God wants us to celebrate this Christmas, what is coming. And if you find yourself discouraged, if you're having a hard time getting through just day-to-day -day life, I would submit to you, spend some time thinking about what's coming because it's gonna be amazing. And I would just submit to you, there was scripture after scripture after scripture that talks about this concept that Jesus is coming back so that we can go to our eternal home. Man, we're just aliens here. We're just here temporarily. And I get it. I totally get it. It's so easy to get caught up in the day-to-day -day aspects of what we're facing right now. And the frustrations of all the things that are going on with the pandemic and the different things that you may be personally facing with family or work or whatever it may be. But as we take a special day Christmas to just get away from it all. My hope and my heart, my prayer is that you would take some time to just focus on what's coming and focus on the great news of what our heavenly father has for us because he loves us. And this was his ultimate goal is to bring us back to the beginning. Pastor Rob mentioned a few weeks ago in this series that in Genesis, there was the tree of life. And in Revelations, 
There's the tree of life. As a matter of fact, that term tree of life is used 11 times. Three of them are in Genesis. Three of them are in the last chapter of Revelations. So more than half of the tree of life are used at the beginning and at the end. And here's ultimately what God's heart is, is that he would restore, restore us to the understanding that he wants to have relationship and fellowship in a perfect place. And so here's how I'm going to conclude. I want to tie it back into Isaiah. Again, the root of Jesse. I read the first four, chap- four verses. Let me, let me finish with the last six. Somewhere in the middle of of Isaiah 11, he transfers from what was gonna happen to what is gonna take place. And I believe it's right in the middle, Isaiah 11, four. He will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth. With the breath of his lips, he will slay the wicked. Righteousness will be his belt and faithfulness, the sash around his waist. Now listen to this. The wolf will live with the lamb. The leopard will lie down with the goat the calf and the lion and the yearling together and a little child will lead them. The cow will feed with the bear, the, their young will lie down together and the lion will eat straw like the ox. The infants will play near the cobra's den and the young child will put its hand into the viper's nest. They, neither, they will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountain for the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. In that day, the root of Jesse will stand as a banner for the people. The nations will rally to him and his resting place will be glorious. And in that day, the Lord will reach out his hand a second time to reclaim the surviving remnant of his people. The picture here is amazing. Of all of these creatures that would attack each other now in a fallen world, when the peace of God comes, there will be such harmony that a child could play with a cobra and not get hurt. That a cow, and I believe it says a lion, or sorry, a cow with a bear can eat together. Can you imagine? We can't even fathom what that looks like. But this Christmas, I believe God is saying, will you look forward? Will you look forward to Jesus returning? Will you look forward to him coming and taking us to our eternal place? where it's going to be greater than we could ever hope for or imagine. And so I was praying about this and um, I felt like the Lord wanted me to finish by actually reading the last chapter of our Bible. Um, it's not a long chapter. It won't take me long. So bear with me here and let me set it up. In Revelations, we read all kinds of things about end time events and all kinds of different things that um, get a little confusing. Um, And a lot of us think that the end time events are starting to take place. We're starting to see some of those and that could very well be true. Um, But here's what I wanna focus on is the end of that. And in chapter 21, here's, here's what John says that he sees in his revelation. He says that he sees a new heaven and a new earth. It's interesting here, that caught my eye there'll no longer be any sea. So I'm not even sure how this looks, but there's gonna be an entire new heavens, an entire new earth. Then he says, he saw 
the holy city, Jerusalem coming down from heaven. And just to give you a picture of this, this city is gonna be 1400 miles wide by 1400 miles long by 1400 miles high. It's gonna have walls that are 200 feet thick made out of pure jasper. I believe we're gonna be able to see right through. It's gonna be so pure. And it says that the streets, now get this, the streets are made out of what we consider our highest commodity and that is gold and that it is pure gold like glass. It says that there will be no more tears, there's no more death, no more mourning, no more crying, no more pain. Can you imagine a time like that? No more COVID, no more pandemic, no more election, no more right, no more of any of the things that we've been facing and dealing with now. And then it goes in to the final chapter. And this just was so, I hope it's just as exciting for you as it was for me as I was studying it out. But I want you to listen to the words in chapter 22. Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life as, as clear as crystal flowing from the throne of God and of the lamb down the middle of the great street of the city on each side of the river stood the tree of life. Here's that reference back to what God originally purposed, that tree of life. Now listen what it does. It bears 12 crops of fruit, yielding its fruit every month. There will always be fruit on these trees. And the leaves of the, and the, leaves of the tree are the healing for the nations. No longer will there be any curse. The throne of God and the lamb will be in the city and his servants will serve him. They will see his face and his name will be on their foreheads. There will be no more night. They will not need the light of a lamp or the light of the sun for the Lord God will give them the light and they will reign forever and ever. This is about you and I. We're gonna be in this place where there is no sun, there is no night. Why? Because the glory of God is so magnificent that it lights up the entire world. I don't even know, I can't even fathom what that looks like, but this is what we're gonna be entering into. I'm gonna skip down to verse, or sorry, uh, keep going. Verse six, the angel said to me, these words are trustworthy and true. The Lord, the God who inspires the prophets sent his angel to show his servants these things that must soon take place. And then it goes to the red letters because this is Jesus speaking. And it says this, look, I am coming soon. These are his words. He's coming back. He's coming again. Blessed is the one Blessed is the one who keeps the words of the prophecy written on this scroll. Now I'm gonna skip down to verse 12. Jesus' words again, look, I am coming soon. Now I've always heard that if you hear something, read something in the Bible once, pay attention to it. But if you get it two times, really tune in. Jesus says, look, I am coming soon. My reward is with me and I will give to each person according to what they have done. I am the alpha and the omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to give you this testimony for the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David. And here's the tie into what God was prophesying in Isaiah or what God told Isaiah to prophesy. And that is that Jesus, he is the root and he is the offspring. He is everything. He is the alpha and the omega and the bright morning star. Let the spirit and the bride say, come. And let the one who hears him say, come. Let the one who is thirsty come. Any, anybody listening to me right now? Is there anything in you that is lacking? Is there anything in you where you're missing something? You just feel like life is missing something. I would say, come, come to God. 
come to an understanding that the loving father sent his son for you. Let the one who's thirsty say, come. And let the one who wishes take the free gift of the water of life. The free, this is free. The interesting thing about what Jesus has done for us is all we have to do is ask him into our heart. There's nothing that we have to do or give. We just have to ask him to come and be in relationship with us. He goes on and says, I warn everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of the scroll, not to add anything, not to take anything away. And then he goes in verse 20, he says, he who testifies to these things say, says, and here's Jesus again, yes, I am coming soon. And then John writes, amen, come Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with God's people, amen. I hope that that resonates with you in the way that it did me. And the fact is that as we celebrate Christmas, it's not just about a baby being more born in a manger. It's about the fact that a loving father loves you so much that he sent his son so that we could be tied back into the tree of life again. The tree of life that we were supposed to be in fellowship with from the day, the beginning of creation, but that as many of us know, Adam and Eve, they, they messed up and the fallen world came in, but God said, no, my ultimate ending is that we would have that relationship again. And so this Christmas, I pray that you would celebrate with all of God's people and celebrate the goodness of what God has done through Jesus Christ. And you would celebrate with the intention of purposely looking forward to what he is going to bring. You know, what's the only time in the Bible that I see where we're supposed to look forward to what's coming because he typically has instructed us, don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow has enough troubles. Just focus on today. Now, obviously that's about anxiety and worry and all those things. What God wants us to be focusing on is the fact that he's coming back to take you and I home. And so I will just finish by saying this. If you've never asked Jesus into your heart, I can't think of a better Christmas thing for you to do than to receive the gift that God has for you. The free gift of salvation. Jesus he himself said that he is the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to him. No one comes to the Father except through him. And I just want to encourage you, ask Jesus into your heart. Wherever you are listening to me right now, wherever you're watching this, just lift up a quick word of prayer. Ask Jesus if any of what I've been saying is true and real. And I believe with all of my heart that he will confirm to you that he is the life. He is living water that'll make you never thirst again. Does that mean we won't have troubles and trials? No, but he'll give you a peace and he'll give you a joy to get through those times. And so it's as simple as saying this, Jesus, please come into my heart. Please come into my life. Be a part of who I am. Thank you for creating me. Thank you for dying for me. And thank you that I could be made right before my heavenly father because of what you've done. And if you do that, it'll be the best Christmas that you've ever had. And for those that have already done that, here's my prayer, that you would just rekindle your first love, that you would go back to that first love and just remember that God so loves you that he sent Jesus. It's all about Jesus. And this Christmas with your family and with your friends, celebrate the goodness of Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much. We thank you that we get to celebrate what you have done for us in sending your son. But Lord, 
we focus today on the celebration of what is coming. And so Lord, we can't even fathom or imagine the greatness and magnitude of what you have planned and prepared for us. But Lord, here's what I do know. Not everyone in this world has come to an understanding of how great and wonderful you are. And so Lord, I pray right now that you by your Holy Spirit would just go into the hearts of of people listening to me right now and you would make yourself real. That you would just confirm in the heart of hearts of every person listening to me right now that you are real, that you are loving and that you are crazy about us. As a father for his child, as a mother for her baby, God, you love and care for us. And God, I pray that you would help us to understand that you're not asking us to do a bunch of things or to clean things up, but you're simply asking us to come to you. And in that act of obedience, you'll come in, you'll give us the greatest gift, which is uh, the Holy Spirit that leads us and guides us each and every day. And Lord, that's what I pray for those that have come to you today. Lord, we thank you for these things in your name. Amen. Well, Shine Church, we love you and we pray that you would have a very, very Merry Christmas.